But it's crazy because even on TikTok, if people like make videos, they have these filters. Have you seen mm-hmm. them? They're called like the beauty filters. And you you don't need to wear a stitch of makeup because they have these beauty filters that will literally like put like fake eyelashes on you and eyeliner yeah. and blush and con- like they will do everything and you will look like a, like a vision of gold. Like you are breathtaking and it's a friggin' filter. Yeah, they just ripped that off from Snapchat though. But yes, Snapchat yeah, is they, the or- they have different ones. Like it's crazy. Snapchat was the originator of faking beauty like hardcore. So like people people to this day still use those filters as their like pictures and like people complain about it now where it's like, I don't know if this is a real person or a filter because you're right. Yeah. Like it'll put on the eyelashes. It'll give you smooth skin. It'll do all these kind of things. You can do yeah. it on your regular phone, too, even. Oh, I'm you- sure you can. I'm yeah. sure. Do you know what my favorite thing, though, is? No, tell me. If you need to get your makeup professionally done. So let's say maybe you're, like, in a wedding. Like, you're in a wedding party. Mm-hmm. And you you get your makeup professionally done. And then after you, like, look yourself, you're like, I am flawless. Oh, I, you, oh Chris is making a face. You don't like that? I I never I've been in a wedding before, but I never got my makeup professionally done for it. I did it myself. I went one time to get my makeup professionally done at like a makeup counter or something, and I hated it so much it turned me off to the whole experience. Oh, never mind. Yeah, so I'm not. I don't know if I like it or not because I don't think I've had it done. <laughs> okay, so how often do you have that happen that you love getting it professionally done? Is it you wrote in a oh, lot of weddings? Oh, literally like three times, like three times in my entire life. Uh, but you just feel so nice after because you're like, I definitely can't do this. Right. You just feel so glamorous and you're like, oh, like take all the pictures, please. I look like picture perfect. Like right. you just feel so pretty. Yeah, I could see Cause that. Because obviously I don't do that in my normal life. So it's so nice to just feel so but- beautiful. Does it feel really heavy? Like, do you feel like you're like washing off like ton of makeup at the end of the day? Uh, At the the beginning, it feels quite heavy. Like your eyelashes, like the whole deal, it feels heavy, Mm. but you get used to it pretty quickly. Got it. Yeah. Since we're kind of talking a little bit about social media and beauty standards, I did want to bring a little stat into the mix because we didn't have social media growing up. So the, the beauty standards were just in like magazines and what we saw on television, but we weren't bombarded with it in the same way because we weren't interacting with those medias on a daily basis like when people are interacting every day on snapchat on tiktok and all of the other things so a survey by common sense media in 2018 found that 80 percent of 10 to 18 year olds in the united states reported using social media frequently so i think it's just important to highlight that because they are going to these same social media places that have all the filters and seeing other people's pictures and posts with those filters, but they think it's real. They think that these people really look like that. And some people get to your earlier point surgery to look like the filter, right? Like they're getting the extensions, they're getting the lip injections, they're getting the Botox, they're getting the fillers, all of those things so that they can look like this, I don't want to say cartoon version of themselves, but sometimes that's what it looks like. Mm -hmm. I do have another stat on Photoshop. I'm just trying to find it. Yeah. A survey conducted by Glamour magazine found that 60% of women believe that retouching in magazines and advertisements was either rare or non-existent. So not only, yeah, exactly. So not only as kids, you're bombarded with these visuals of what you think is beauty, natural beauty, but also as we get older as women, we still believe it. We still believe that Mm -hmm. in the picture, there was no retouching done. There was no, you know, they didn't edit it. They didn't put a filter on it. They're like, no, this is how people regular are. So then that's stays in the back of your mind being like don't add up how do i no no how do i get there 
No way. I definitely don't believe that. Of course, if it's in a magazine or if it's anywhere or if it's on a celebrity's Instagram, they have touched that picture up so freaking much. And people have like analyzed the picture and they're like, no, you can see they're bringing in like her waist here. You can see that they're like smoothing out her face here. Like, of course, like that's it's wild, though. (laughs) Yeah, that's that is wild, wild. Now I find I'm just looking at like the picture to see where I can determine the the touch up. Like when I was young, I believed that everything I saw was real. And my mom would be like, no, that person has extensions in. That person has a wig on. It's been retouched. I'd be like, no, it's real. It's real. And she's like, no, it's not. Yeah. But then as you grow, have grown up, you've realized that (laughs) no, people will do those things and make themselves feel good and make themselves feel beautiful. Like one thing I can't unsee now is... I realized that the Kardashians wear wigs because a few seasons back, I was like, why does mm-hmm. their hair look weird all the time? Their hair always looks this weird texture, it's stringy, kind of sits weird because they were known for like glossy, sleek, pressed, straight hair. And then all of a sudden, like it's just, like this weird wavy texture. It's kind of flat. It's not kind of flowy. They all wear wigs now. No. Yeah. There's this picture or meme or whatever of Kim with her natural hair when it was blonde. It's damaged, it's thin, and it's stringy. And it's short. That was when she's blonde. Her hair may be like a little healthier now, but it's just like they're all wearing wigs. That's why their hair looks so... With the exception, I think Courtney probably has her natural hair, but mm-hmm. Chloe and Kim are wearing wigs. And it's like, but oh they're making gosh. you think it's their natural hair. Like, oh, why can't I do my hair blonde like like Kim? And then it like it's not like falling out. It's like because... Her hair did fall out and she has a wig on. Right. Oh my gosh. Mm. See, that's terrible because I don't know. I think because they have such a high power on in society and on people, like, I know they don't want to be honest and tell people we have wigs, but like little girls or little, you know, kids are looking up to you. Be like, I want to be just like them. I want to look just like them. But it's like, you know what? They don't even look like themselves. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's the part of it that's like more challenging it's it's admitting to what you've done like they don't admit to having like bbls and it's just like your waist was never that small and your butt was you know for kim it's like okay her butt was always a little bit on the big side but your butt didn't look like a diaper back then like you you have to admit that you've done something to reconstruct the shape of your body same thing with chloe it's just like you had a flat ass girl all of a sudden you got this badonkadonk like stop or how yeah kim- and i think i think uh kylie for the longest time said oh no i don't i didn't get lip injections i didn't get Mm -hmm. lip injections and then like over the past few years she's like yeah okay i did (laughs) well she even just admitted in a couple episodes back that she that she got a boob job she denied that for a long time too oh yeah Yeah, come on it's like not even they can live up to their own standards or kim doesn't still to this day doesn't acknowledge that she had a nose job it's like girl you've had many noses You've had no yeah. jobs. I think that's just, you know, that's in the industry. That's the norm. There's a lot. Almost every celebrity has had like a nose job. That's an actor for sure. So it's just like, that's just acceptable. Yeah. It's like, don't like act like you just grew into your face or something like that. It's not, it's not setting a Seriously. good example. And you're, you're, why do you, like you're a liar. Uh, right. The- just be honest. We're not going to be like, oh my God, she's, she admitted she got a nose job. It's like, yeah, okay. We all knew. Okay, cool. Well, some people will still do that, being like, how, like, they, oh, you don't accept yourself for who you are, shame on you. It's like, 
if anything, at least you know every night you've been honest to yourself. And it's like, people are going to say what they say regardless. But like, lying to my face about it? Like, stop. Truly. Truly. <laughs> trying to see if I have a stat on on something. <laughs> like, definitely beauty standards have changed and there's more inclusivity. But also, like, there's more fluidity as well in terms of, like, representing age and representing genders. And now there are more... I don't want to say genders, but now there's more inclusivity in terms of like the LGBTQ plus movement and, and that being also something accepted. Mm -hmm. But speaking of like representation, like, Mm -hmm. you know, along the lines of makeup, I would say in the last, I don't know, I'm just throwing this out there, five years, maybe, maybe seven years, the makeup industry has been trying to be inclusive of all uh, skin tones and skin colors. Right. I think Fenty Beauty, which is Rihanna's, I think were they one of the first that came out with like a wide range of different colors for everyone? I mean, like historically, I'm going to say no, but in our Maybe generation. Maybe the most popular one? Uh, yeah. In our generation, I'd probably say yeah. 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 Because I think there was always, you know, 20 different shades but then really she like amplified it and did like 120 well because there needs to be that many right like not everybody is some some version of a peach tone like i'm not like exactly you know i'm a i'm a yellow olive color on my best day like there's no makeup that was going to match me growing up and that was also part of the challenge but i think Mm -hmm. industries have realized that there is money to be made because you know people of all diversities have money to spend on these said products. So a Nielsen report from 2019 said that the U S market for beauty products that cater to a diverse range of skin tones was worth $25.5 billion. So yeah, money, exactly. It behooves you to invest in having like a range of options. Truly. And that's, yeah, that number is continuing to grow. So companies are definitely starting to expand more, I think a study from 2019 at that point had showed like a 34% growth in including more inclusive, bigger range of like products and skin tones. Mm -hmm. And I think that's even carried into like the fashion industry in terms of different models. That's definitely looks different. Mm -hmm. All different shapes and sizes and ages. Absolutely. And backgrounds, which I think is also great because you're representing everyone. You're not just representing one you know, 1% of the population. Sure. And <clears throat> I, I think we're not saying this to say that like somebody unhealthy should be glamorized on both like the skinny, you know, probably suffering from a, a mental health illness to like somebody who is obese and has like really strong health concerns, but it's not everybody's going to fit into one box. So it it's important for us to be able to see versions of ourselves in media. Like, not everybody is going to look like the cookie cutter version. So people want to spend on products that are for them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That reminds me of when they came out with the new Ariel movie, like Little Mermaid Mm -hmm. movie, and the main star was a person of color. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fantastic. Like, why haven't we thought about this sooner? Because all of the trolls on the internet said that mermaids couldn't be that color. As if what? mermaids are real. Yeah, there was a whole thing. It's like, <laughs> there was a whole hashtag movement, like, keep Ariel white or something like that. And it was like a whole thing. 
Oh, I did. I did not see that. Yeah, it was it was people were trying to stop the movie from being made because of it. They were up in arms, being oh like, "Why oh are you? Gosh. Why are you trying to make like? Why are you trying to make this character something that it's not? It's always been this, and it's like, okay, I." I get it from one hand, but then like you really got to look at your bias there where it's like you don't you want to see yourself as a character. And it's like because you as this person who is is not, you know, a minority or a person of color, it's it's strange for you to see that because you're like, this is not what I'm used to. And it's like, yeah, but the reality is we all look different and mermaids are not real. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I tried to watch that movie, though. It was pretty boring. I couldn't watch the whole thing. No disrespect. Oh, I haven't watched it. <laughs> so I cannot, I cannot say. But kids don't know the difference, right? They're just watching a movie where they're seeing this, this girl who dreams of having legs. And, it, you know, kids are too young to make a differentiation of like, oh, well, that, you know, that doesn't look like me or look like me. Like, and there should be more education and awareness around that, that, we, that yeah. people are going to look differently. And those differences are also beautiful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 